0: Hey there, this is Kyle Abeer, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up, the answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Haroken! This week, I give my thoughts on the recently released U.S. version of Persona 5 Strikers. Sony gives us our first state of play of 2021. And in our final stage, I finally review Retromania Wrestling for the PC and Steam and tell you why wrestling fans can rejoice all this and more as acmg presents talk time live extra select start welcome to the show to give you all the news views and opinions in the world of gaming this is acmg presents talk time live extras select start with your host xavier josiah power up and game on huh yeah is it right to go on they're all gone they died for the planet will they ever forgive us right now i really don't know yeah 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 been real When I am went ill, I spit skills, Get gill like, like mid thrill. Blow like a pinwheel. Live from the live stream. Tighten your flows to get tossed in the cycle of souls. And only the foolish try. The rest No full well it's suicide. Monsters traveled here on the last noon to cry. Prototype of the site, Archetype, parasite. Get your data right or get shot at like time. A lyrical rhyme slave. Erasure from my digital mind wave. Start up the crime wave. Project G when the media falls. Thought a future without your palms. I read and your day. ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of select start I am your host Xavier Josiah folks we got a lot of news to talk about today i mean good lord uh some explosive news coming from playstation uh retro Soul studios even uh a- acknowledged and announced some news coming out of there but we'll talk about that in our final stage review as i review retro mania wrestling finally and i before i even say anything else i want to thank uh retro Soul studios for, for providing me a uh, review copy of the game because the game was supposed to come out today for all of the councils the, the nintendo switch the xbox the playstation and unfortunately uh due to some uh technicalities they couldn't bring it out right now they said it was going to come out in about two weeks but they uh, they looked out for me and uh they managed to uh give me a copy of the uh, pc and steam version so i was able to play it and i am going to review it thoroughly today and not only just dissect it but also culminate that with some wrestling history uh as well but also I want to talk about something there's going to be some you know extra commentary in regards to things that they did that i think a lot of other people in the gaming industry should do and it's been a hot topic that has been talked about a lot lately uh, if you watched even if you watched um aew's uh show 2.0 recently yesterday with kenny omega and uh and brandon cutler they even made a a mention of it based on the aew game that's coming out soon as well so it's been a hot topic but i think RetroSoft studios did something really really well that i think a lot of people should take note especially fans who don't really understand and appreciate the work that goes into uh, making games so we'll be talking about all that in our final stage review but let's get down to it because sega did something that i don't want to say it annoyed me (laughs) and it's not their fault it's more mine i recently just beat judgment i finally beat judgment thoroughly through the whole entire way long game long game but i will tell you this is one of my favorite yakuza games of all the games that have come out and i know it's a spinoff but like it's better than i for me i believe that it's better than the other yakuza games and i love the other yakuza games especially six because they had the new japan pro wrestling characters on there um making their uh you know and, and they're making their appearances there but i swear to goodness and this is probably late news because this happened i think they announced this like uh, a few days ago or a week ago or something like that. but sega announced that they were going to be releasing a remaster edition of yakuza's um uh, off judgment this version will provide uh upgraded features such as 4k hd and 60 frames per second um there is no word whether this will allow owners of the original to easily upgrade to this version nor is there any other information on that as well uh seriously takayuki yagami is one of my favorite characters in the yakuza universe right now this game is said to be arriving in april 23rd and it will be available for the playstation 5 xbox series x and s as well as google Stadia. so <laughs> at this time there is no word For the pc and steam version i remember when i when i found this out on twitter i saw some pc gamers upset to thinking that the google stadia have exclusivity rights i don't understand why um you're supposed to be the master race and all that what's going on with there you you entitled bastards (laughs) the pc the pc gamer gaming community can be some of the most annoying obnoxious group of people minority of people ever man, i swear to get it it just they can irk me to no end sometime because this whole master race situation is so stupid it just reeks of people who don't have it and i'll just keep it right there but <laughs> but let's talk about sony state of play in terms of like excitement this wasn't as exciting as you would want it to be and then again none of the sony state of plays have ever been that really great like if you compare them to what uh nintendo direct has done has always done there's a lack of excitement within that is i don't know why the state of plays lack so much uh excitement in there as much as they would like at an e3 presentation but it just never does um but i would with that said this one was possibly the better of the bunch that I've seen before it. And a lot of it has to do with a lot of announcements coming from PlayStation 5 games that we have uh, been told from the last State of Play that was coming out in there as well. But also the biggest news of the entire thing, and actually, in my opinion, this saved this presentation, was the announcement that Square Enix is releasing a fi- not only just a final fantasy 7 playstation 5 version which we already knew but we're getting a new episode a dlc expansion called intergrade starring none other than yuffie and this is going to be all focused on yuffie and a brand new character in here as well and i am ex- i just the only time i l- all, like literally lit up and full of excitement and just Ran with it. I was so excited about this news. It was awesome to hear. It looks absolutely stunning. And then on top of that, it's going to be coming out in June 10th, 2021. So we're getting all this in a year. Like, I swear to goodness, like between the Marvel stuff, the DC stuff, and now the video game stuff, like this 2021 right now is becoming the year of the light where things are starting to slowly come back to what it used to be before the COVID era and everything that just came about this this level of excitement is something i haven't had in a long time by the way wandavision is out today and i can't wait to talk about next sunday but i digress um i've really enjoyed this i've really enjoyed this it looks awesome yuffie looks fantastic and yuffie this version of yuffie i'm i'm really interested because of course the last time we seen her was in the original Final Fantasy Seven, so you didn't, you got to know the type of person she was, but from a personality standpoint, you didn't really get to really understand. They portrayed her as this little kid who always stole, you know, materia, but and she just happened to be a kid ninja. In this portrayal, this version, she is a lead she's the leader of the wu uh, Wutai clan. Well, not the leader of the Wutai clan, but like a high rank of the yutai clan and that means she has she has a form of responsibility and stuff like that and she's you know commanding other people there's a like i said there's another new character involved in this as well it's going to be interesting to see this and again it's coming out 2021 people in june no less so we got only a few months away before this comes out i am so excited about this and not only that of course if you guys remember when you got a playstation 5 they announced that there are certain games that you will be able to upgrade to playstation 5 status for free final fantasy 7 remake is one of them and of all the games that you want to be to want to have as an upgradable experience that is the game that game helps save by 2020. That game was the Marvel Studios event that we did not get. So, trust me when I tell you, I am absolutely excited about this, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, there were some other games that I did well I, that I was interested in. I wasn't truly truly excited about because one, I already knew it. I already knew that this was stuff was this, these games were coming out based upon what I saw from the PlayStation Network or basically from the last state of play but there were some things that i was deeply interested because in we got to see more footage of it as well kenna uh bridge of spirits was one of them that game looks so beautiful it looks like a, um looks like a a game straight out of disney or dreamworks uh like a like a dreamworks or disney 3d uh cgi you know movie that you get to control it's, it looks stunning so that's going to be coming out for the playstation 4 and PlayStation 5 on august 24th so we got that um yeah i wasn't really into this game when it first came out because they didn't really show anything but i was i was at all of the visuals of it and that's uh returnal deep dive um you know uh, that game just it looks like uh death stranding pretty much so i wasn't into really i wasn't excited about ever playing or getting death stranding like everybody else i mean because I, I i'm a fan i'm a fan of hideo kojima's work but i am not exactly a fan of playing <laughs> if that makes any sense um it, it his his uh and granted i have beat a few metal gear games before but it's just it's not my style i i'm i'm not like into the deep you know stealth like mode however returnal which is not a hideo kojima game i should add um just looks beautiful not only it looks beautiful but we got to see some gameplay footage of it now and it's a mix between like third-person shooter and third-person action you know you know uh format and this and now i'm a little bit excited because i do love third-person action platform games and if you just have a little bit of third-person shooter in there i'm all good with it but i hate games where you can't pan the camera around to see the whole entire character model and as it was only beef so i'm gonna keep my eye on this one because it it looks good and then at, at that it's like a psychological sci-fi thriller at best as well too so it, it it's gonna be playing around with some things in there that i think is gonna be very well um interesting odd world soul storm <clears throat> excuse me odd world soul storm will be making its appearance on the playstation 5 and playstation 4 on april 6. april's gonna be a big month uh crash bandicoot we got more information on that uh playstation 5 version will be showcased as well uh the this is a game that was announced on the nintendo switch multiplayer dodgeball game called knockout city will be on the playstation uh 5 as well and four. I believe it's coming out May 21st. The, the thing I do love about this game because this is obviously like a mm, um, like a multimedia online experience game, PvP type of experience, like you know Fortnite and and and, and uh, what is the other one? Uh, the Star Wars game that's coming out, Star Wars Hunters that is coming out as well, and of course games like Overwatch. But what I like about this one, this looks like a lot more fun. Too. this is like. i'm not a fan of fortnite i'm not a fan of fortnite as a game that i like to play it's not one of my favorite fun games to play i played it a few times i watched the travis scott concert that was awesome but i I just don't like the game it's it's too simplistic it's too campy for me and i know people love it it's a lot of fun but and and they're really good at it but it's just not my deal multi i mean like dodgeball uh knockout city i do like because one I, i love dodgeball (laughs) <laughs> two this is like an over-the-top version of it and they got like pvp and then it's like three uh three v uh three mode so it's not overwhelming it feels just right so i don't know i not normally a fan of these type of games but if it if it has an offline game or offline mode in it i'll may i may jump on this and it says 1999 so you're paying for something hopefully there's an offline single player experience to this as well so we'll see this other game that i saw i am deeply deeply interested in um absolver developer uh which uh which is coming out with a game called sifu for the playstation 4 playstation 5 this is a action game with a unique kung fu experience that looks absolutely awesome i mean it straight up matrix john woo i mean uh, not john Woo, um john wick style fighting in here it is it looks incredible the art style looks incredible it's like a um an acrylic painting type of look feel to this as well or watercolor uh paint to it that's just coming out to life and it looks very very interesting if you're an action game martial arts fan this this game is a game that you need to check out as well um another one really interesting hi um what was this called here? Um, what is it? Solar Ash. Solar Ash uh coming out for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in 2021. They didn't give it an exact date. Beautiful, artistic looking game. Uh it's it basically is a 3D platformer, but more like a runner game as well. You're gonna be doing a lot of climbing, a lot of um, you know, gliding and clouds and everything. It's just when you looked when you saw the trailer to Solar Ash, it gives you a very it looks very even flow and tranquil i should say like it's one of those games like playing uh spider-man ps4 spider-man or marvel spider-man or spider-man miles morales i can't say ps4 now because it's on the ps5 um like the original spider-man for the ps uh the ps spider-man i should say (laughs) and then miles morales and you're just gliding into the city and swinging into the city and sometimes you just that's all you want to do in a game because it's just it there's something very peaceful and tranquil about just doing that and this game has that same vibe to it as well so i am looking forward to that this other game i'm not looking forward to because this is just look creepy af and that is five nights at freddy their expansion pack security breach no nah, i'm good <laughs> bunch of animatronic animals coming around killing people i am so good i am so good there uh death loop we already knew about this game uh gives us a new look at their stylish um game from arcade studios and you know it's a first person shooter it has a time loop type of situation an infinite loop type of thing it's i i think the the premise and the story is good it looks awesome the visuals looks great um of course i'm not a p uh fps fan so but i like where it's going and i also like that the main protagonist the protagonists or antagonist are you know people of color so this is like a star-studded action film you know in that newt so i dig it i dig it and that that's pretty much all they had in, in reference it was like a short half hour but it it had i mean it was like i said it was better than some of the some of the of plays that i've actually checked out in the past but having that final fantasy surprise was the tip of the iceberg and that made a lot of people happy i'm extremely excited about that that was the only real big takeaway that and sifu i should say was the big takeaway for me now i would say that see, see that final fantasy 7 remake sifu and kenna was probably my biggest takeaway those are the games i was mostly interested in with that so i i, I am looking forward to it and I, like i said it's going to take time because of everything that is going on with the playstation 5 people are actually still trying to get a playstation 5 i believe i don't think everybody has gotten it yet but i think by the time these games come out more people will have it then and uh we'll be all in the ready at the time but this is not the only final fantasy news i have final fantasy 7 will also be coming out with mobile games uh out as well if you guys remember there i mentioned uh on a previous episode that there were reports out that square enix has uh registered two trademarks one was ever crisis the other one was the first soldier and we were thinking that okay there are they doing a zach game in here starring zach or whatever like that like crisis core whatever not exactly we finally find out what exactly they're doing and it's coming out with two mobile games one of which is called the first soldier the other one is ever crisis but they're mobile games these games will be very interesting because they will be revolving around all of the events that has happened in the final fantasy storyline so you will definitely re-experience a lot of that and the first soldier takes place 30 years before final fantasy 7 when shinra is forming soldiers so that is going to be a play in areas basically a third person shooter uh with um you know a third person view with first person uh and first person view as well so you'll get the chance to play into both of those type of things um as a mobile game that's going to be interesting that's going to be that's going to be a hot seller i can i, I can see that now um but it's also going to have a story element as well too so that's great uh you know the, the events of forming soldiers so you're going to see a lot of shinra characters in here turk maybe uh maybe you'll see how turk was formed that will be interesting um we also have the first soldier which is going to be like a battle royal game set in mid-car before the events of final fantasy 7 and final fantasy um so you got that and then you got final fantasy ever crisis which is a chapter structured single player game covering the whole of the entire final fantasy 7 timeline including the events of the original game uh which is captured and the art style is very interesting because it's like a it, it, it's a modern version of the original style that we are used to with the for um with the turn-based style so i now the thing is it didn't really reveal whether this is a turn-based game or whether this is going to be an action role-playing experience i didn't get that vibe from it so but nonetheless there will be no shortage of final fantasy 7 content coming very soon and i'm looking very forward to it um these were announced to come out next year in 2022 so they're still in development right now whereas final fantasy um uh, intergrade will be coming out this year so i am Oh, i'm so i'm so happy for that i didn't know whether they were gonna do this um because they did that they did the same thing with this with final fantasy 15 where they came out with these other episodes um there were really great episodes at that so this means that there's a high possibility that we will be getting yuffie and if you guys remember at the end of the final fantasy 7 remake game we got cat we saw we saw cat sif in it as well so there may be an episode coming from there there's still sid there's still other characters that we need to establish as well so i am i'm i you know as a final fantasy 7 fan i couldn't be happier i could not be happier in this and uh i'm looking very much forward to it so other news that I want to talk about probably the last news I need to talk about here is my thoughts on Persona 5 Strikers um of course I'm not going to go too deep on it because I've already played the game well when I brought the import version I reviewed that uh episodes ago on this platform but I will say that it is so it feels so good to play this game with the English cast so I can finally understand what the hell they're saying what the hell is going on and I you know i had to i went about it the the hardcore way which is read a bunch of faqs translations whatnot to get through i mean the game is not hard to get through like the basic pr- the basic format of the game and the formula of the game is basically di- uh dynasty warrior pretty much but there were some intricate things that you need to know about in narratives that you need to follow through you can't do that unless you know how to translate everything together and that's exactly what i am enjoying about it now not only that we get the great english cast from the original series in there and the anime from there as well so the game is just that much more enjoyable but i can tell you this it is it was already enjoyable playing it in the import it is even more enjoyable now playing it where i can understand the narrative and what everything's going on now i now and even more i understand the emma situation now and the character sophie and her involvement in this because that was kind of the thing that i was even though i've read what was going on it's easier now to understand what the narrative of in, in the english ca- uh, cast there with the adr script um that they wrote for this it, it look if you're a persona 5 fan and you own a nintendo switch you you'd be foolish not to get this game i already rated this game a plus before it is still in that realm now it's just now that i'm enjoying it with that it's awesome it is beautifully awesome things make a lot more sense now to me it is uh it's already out go out of your way and check it out and uh it's it's beautiful and if it if i knew that this was going to come out because it was not i was not sure that this game was coming out because when it came out in japan it was last year. There was no indication that this game was going to be coming out for the Switch. So that's why I went out and brought the import. But at but by doing so, also f- discovered that I can that it is truly the Nintendo Switch is truly region free. And I can get other games from um that you can't get in uh, in America either. Like Common Rider. That game that I reviewed a while back. The Common Rider game is so awesome. I don't know why that's not coming to the States because it is in English. So it doesn't make any sense but that i don't know if i guess that just shows that there's not enough common rider fans in america for them to sell it in america but it was it's worth playing so i like, go anyway to check out persona 5 strikers and if you buy it then maybe they'll come out with royale for the actual system as well because it's another great classic and, and take note this is also the reason why i have become a, a persona 5 fan by playing the imported version and then second by watching the anime which you know feature which is uh focuses on the events of the first game and i just became a complete fan of it since so i even brought the uh the dlc finally brought the dlc from for smash brothers as well so uh you won't go wrong with it trust me check it out and you'll enjoy it folks that will do it for this newsworthy segment we're going to take a break come back and finally review retro mania wrestling for the pc and steam Trust me, if you're a wrestling gaming fan, you don't want to miss this. We'll talk about that right after this. the drop of pipe goes. one for the money money two for the show, show. three to get it cracking in the hood let's go Ladies and gentlemen welcome to the final stage of this program as i review retro mania wrestling the long wait is over this game has been highly anticipated by fans aching for a solid well-balanced and enjoyable game to play for the last few years or so we've been relying on developers 2k games and ukes to provide us with the ability to live vicariously through these through our favorite superstars with the wwe 2k series and i would dare say i don't even dare say i it's a lot of people would say um 2k19 was the best that they've done in years bar none best and then you know what happened after that because during those years i mean we've seen some ups and downs with you know and just last year long time developer Hughes abandoned wwe to work with all elite wrestling aew wrestling which is going to be down the line is sometime next year according to kitty omega who's overseeing that uh project until that time wrestling gamers have been hoping for another game to fulfill their fandom with a few on the rise this year we finally get our first solid wrestling game that truly steps into the ring without tripping on the ropes RetroMania wrestling is a sequel to the legendary cult classic Russell Fest by Technos Japan, which was released in the arcades in 1991, and then ported all over the place in this day and age. So, it was out for for a bit. The first game consisted of a uh, consisted of some of WWF at the time. It was the 80s, so WWF, the World Wildlife Foundation, didn't sue them for their rights to the, to the uh, acronym. But it was the World Wrestling Federation. But now it's WWE. Uh, you know, they it was some of their best wrestlers. That you were able to play and compete in a button mash and mayhem in tag team mode or battle royal mode. Uh, What made that game so memorable was their state of the art graphics and visuals with larger than life sprites, unlike anything we saw before it. Like, I remember seeing that in the arcade back in the day, and like as I go to the movie theaters or whatever, or a particular arcade, it was like you had. You had asteroids. You had maybe uh, Mario Brothers, the original Mario Brothers game, and then this game pops up, and it's like, "Whoa, look at the graphics on this thing!" It's like these bulky, over-the-top, you know, characters and big sprites and moving really fast, like fast-paced framework and everything. It was just awesome. It was just awesome at the time. I, you know, it was an action pack too. Like Technos Japan did a really good job making that game at the time and doing something that nobody was doing at the time. Um, but you know be that as it may the game was also known to be a heavy quarter muncher in the arcades uh because of its difficulty level was so stiff that it had virtually impossible to beat without forking a ton of quarters in like uh, we now know if you've seen documentaries now we now know that they tweak those boards up so those cabs up so we could keep spending on the money So, but they you could have made it in in like an easier mode or whatever like that, but then they wouldn't be making money. So it's it's a double edged sword with that when it comes to that. Whenever I see documentaries uh, about that gaming documentaries and they they talk about how they you know would tweak the boards and all the stuff to make it more challenging or whatever, it it it, you know it's it's interesting because you could you could go from okay this is challenging to borderline okay now you're just trying to take my money. So and and believe it or not that's the funny thing like. I, I believe like mobile games are doing the exact same thing in this case. And I can name a few, but I digress. One of the biggest fans of WrestleFest is a man named Michael Herman who loved the game so much. He wanted to revitalize the game for modern times. Enter retro soft studios, which is a company Herman founded in collegeville, PA and my home state people. We making history again to create his revision of a classic through this. Him and his team went on to create the first game ever for that company, and that's Retromania Wrestling. Not only was he creating his first game, but he was making a game that would possibly be heavily judged by a hardcore and passionate group of fans that would not hesitate to let you know that something is not up to standards. And I'm being very nice saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that description after months of development and only a couple days a uh, couple of delays we finally get our first experience of the long-awaited game which is released on a pc with the console versions to be released soon uh from what i was told or from what i was said by um michael herman the console versions for the switch and the playstation and uh xbox should be in within two weeks of this time that i'm talking right now Uh, and if you listen to this two weeks later it's already out so there you go but the results are in people and wrestling fans should rejoice as wrestlemania wrestling provides the fun i have played like the most fun i should say that i've played in some time in terms of like wrestling games not only that but it also captures the essence of the classics while providing some modern features giving it a lot more depth that the game was not able to accomplish back then because of its limitations of technology back then. Um, This game has several match types. Let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, you got 16 wrestlers consisting of classic and current wrestling stars from various promotions, indie promotions and established promotions as well, with more to be added. And as we learned yesterday, uh, RetroSelf Studios revealed two new characters to come, including James Storm, and of all people, Mr. Hughes, Like you knew cats you knew wrestling fans don't know this name but that dude Mr. Hughes was the man and by the way I've heard so many stories about Mr. Hughes from friends who like are hardcore wrestling fans they used to go not only go to the shows but used to actually go backstage or go to the hotels or whatever like that and Mr. Hughes was kind of in the middle of a lot of stories of that time so it's he he's a he's a very interesting cat it's really cool that he's in air so I'm, I'm digging that I really dig that uh you got singles mode or versus mode i should say uh s- 17 arenas including the legendary 23 arena aka the ecw arena uh in philly the nwa power studios down south and more cage matches with uh i believe there's two styles of cage, but actually there's three there's there's the uh blue bars there's the classic blue bar style cage but then there's the um chain link mesh style cage but if you go to warhorse's arena there's a decrepited bar version of it as well it's really it's really awesome uh that they did that you also have a story mode which we'll talk about uh soon as well 10 pounds of gold mode which we'll also talk about tag team matches from two man tag to eight man tag and the cool part about that is that you can mix and match all of these match types around so if you wanted an eight man tag still cage match you got it baby it's all there It is all there. In fact, I played it before I started this show this morning. It was just a lot of fun. Multiple entrance attires for each wrestler, customizable difficulty levels and options. Now, that was the one thing that was kind of confusing to me. I won't necessarily call that a a negative in my case, but it's something that was it took a minute to figure out how to tweak the difficulty levels with it. It was it was kinda little little bit convoluted in that sense, but once I figured it out. It all made sense and you can tweak it down so it could be easier for you to understand how to can use the controls and then when you master the controls you can tweak it up to you know provide a better challenge for you but nonetheless it, it is very much needed for this game because here's the thing i played the original russell fest i owned the original russell fest that i have in my office and while playing this game i also played the original and trust me if you're viewing this from today's standpoint yeah that's one thing but you gotta if you have a chance to rather see the original russell fest game that you could probably look at a youtube or if you own possibly the rom for the um for the russell fest game i'm telling you they did a great job in making some very much needed improvements to this game that the other one didn't have and that is well enough even to the ring announcer shout out to you josh Chernoff, uh out there but you know he the 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 ring announcer the audio quality everything is just so much better because they're not using midi sound they're using actual hd quality sound for this so it, it really is just brought into you know every all the audio is now brought into the foreground you know so it's really awesome i really appreciated that you also have over 500 moves like there, each character has their own move set so that's awesome a new control scheme that provides eight-way movement as well as the ability to irish whip your opponent from every degree and direction of the ring and even the turnbuckles so that's something that you couldn't do either because if i'm correct this is 91 russell um the Russell fest game was a four-way movement um Game, so you couldn't really have but so many place areas that you can go to and it wasn't as flexible not to mention the frame rate on retro mania wrestling is a lot faster than the um than the first game than the first wrestle fest game so that should be taken into consideration as well here the uh, you also get commentary from colt cabana and ian riccobani which were the original ring of honor uh commentators uh, back then When like i believe bef- this was before this game was developed before, uh, I believe before possibly AEW came about Like this they, they He's been working on this Before there was an AEW And that's how long it was And because of COVID So much has changed So much man um, So you also have I mentioned uh, Josh Chernoff is doing a ring announcing as well And I, th- I thought he did a terrific job Doing what he did And people You gotta understand something Like I said, play the original or first WrestleFest game to really appreciate what's been done here. Everything is just better in this case. But what makes it even better for me personally is the debut of the classic NWA heavyweight championship title that was worn and won by the likes of Ric Flair, Harley Race, jack briscoe giant baba from japan terry funk dory funk jr dusty Rhodes, and you name it just so much more that has dawned that version of the title and players can wear it to the ring if you if you win that title your character that you choose your main comes down to the ring with that title wearing the title having the wrestlers wear the title belt in a retro old school 2d wrestling game is something that no 2d game has ever done before not one not one from japan not one from america it's just never been done and it you know i've played a lot of wrestling games and it i mean a lot of wrestling games whether it was in america or in japan even fire pro wrestling as great as fire pro wrestling has fire pro wrestling has never had it where the uh characters come out to the ring wearing the titles even to this day fire pro wrestling world as great as that is, still does not have their characters coming out with titles. This is the absolute first game to ever do that. So, I mean, take that into consideration as well. And it's little things like that, small features like that, that add major, that adds majorly to the presentation overall. So, I, I really appreciate that. Cause that's something I asked Mike Herman when he was on the show over like almost over a year or two ago uh, when we first talked about it. And the minute that he said that there will be, the champion wearing the title, I lit up because that little thing means it immerses you more into the experience and makes you feel. Because if I was a kid, if I was a kid back then when I was playing NES um, pro wrestling and Natsumi and Tecmo uh, Tag, you know, and all those, I would have loved it even more. I would have been so immersed into the experience and the presentation had they had that title belt you know that you can see wearing the title belt because that's what they did in real life they wore that belt in pride now you can see your character do that as well it's just awesome this is really really awesome so let's talk about the story mode the game story mode which is also something that the first game did not have because it was all only an arcade game at the time gives us your uh the opportunity to play as johnny retro aka john morrison of the wwe now i should also note that john morrison was not in wwe when this thing was first developed so he was johnny something or johnny impact or something like that back then because i think he was working with impact back then uh when he first came on to do this and then all of a sudden he went on to wwe become john morrison again he worked with miz you see what's going on right now i don't i'll stop right there (laughs) but as you know he plays this character he's Johnny Retro on this and the deal is that he's making a comeback from a rehab injury that he had after being attacked by Zack Sabre Jr. Yes Zack Sabre Jr. of New Japan Pro Wrestling and Rev Pro that dude the one of the most dangerous wrestlers <laughs> I've seen in this day and age that dude can hook you I mean it's just if you haven't seen him go online watch new japan Pro wrestling zach saber jr is brian danielson 2 to 3.0 <laughs> seriously um johnny is destined to make a comeback to uh, as the top talent of a wrestling organization and goes through many obstacles along the way he also comes across some iconic wrestling uh, legendary wrestlers such as ecw legends like B- the bwo tommy dreamer as well as other known legends and there's such as the russian nightmare nikita Koloff, jeff cobb Currently uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling as well, the National Treasure Nick Aldis from NWA, as and the late great Road Warriors, and we'll definitely talk about that as well uh, along the way because this journey of RetroSoft Studios and, and, and Mike's journey has been crazy. It, it's just been crazy. If you followed him uh, on on um, YouTube as he's documenting everything. It has been crazy, especially in, in, when it, in regards to the Road Warriors who are in here. Road Warrior Animal, I should say. Um, hardcore fans will also see appearances from well-known figures in the wrestling world, including, of all people, Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer and Bill Apter, formerly of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which I really enjoy because, screw you guys, I'm a fan of Dave Meltzer. That guy. Say what you will. He's not always right, he admits when he's not right, but what he does is that he has a lot of memory. And by the way, AEW kinda was influenced by the data that he collected over the years because Tony Khan was also a Wrestling Observer uh, subscriber. So a lot of the data of what he's doing now derived from his knowledge, his fandom, and the data from Dave Meltzer over the years that he archived of the wrestling business that he's been involved in for years. So, to all those people out there, I, I'm sorry for you. Like, if you did have the work that he did, I could possibly believe why you possibly got some beef with Dave Melzer, But that's a whole other story. Bill Lapter also in here as well. Um, legend, legendary journalist for the Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I grew up while I'm um, reading those books. So, it was great to see them in there. And, and again, it's those little established methods that really, for hard, not only just hardcore fans, but hardcore old school wrestling fans as well who grew up with this this is wrestling history here to see dave Meltzer and bill Lapter on here it's just pretty awesome i thought it was very enjoyable in a story uh the story mode also has a bracket system that gives you the choice to enter multiple paths that leads you into three wrestling personas a face which is a good guy for those who don't know a tweener which is one of many terms used for a character that is half good half bad guy and heel which is the term used for bad guy so yeah, I love the way it goes. It's really cool. This is um this system, for the most part, for those who've played it, is very memorable of the legendary THQ A- um, Aki game No Mercy. And Retromania pays tribute to that and more. You also get to enjoy some fun and entertaining cutscenes um full of comic strip style artwork, like character artwork. It's really I loved it. It's it's very comical, it's very funny to see and uh just it expresses the hypeness and, and the adrenaline that is pro wrestling so i really enjoy what they did with the uh story mode here tommy dreamer is my favorite because every time i've no matter where i've seen him he's always angry even when he's happy <laughs> so i really dug that there one of my favorite moments though is when johnny goes hill you you go to path of um johnny uh night uh, retro going hill on the 23 arena crowd and um it's hilarious because he's cutting a promo insulting him, and selling them and talking about you know them getting heart attacks for eating cheesesteaks and everything so I've, i thought that was really cute um this mode not only provides great replay value but it also helps you get uh become a better player because it's really basically it it starts off as a tutorial mode and for those who've never were able to master the uh the first Fest game This game will help you master that because I'm telling you, I've never knew understood how to play Russell Fest for real. Even when they had the little bit of, you know, short tutorial in the arcade mode, it was really hard for me to understand. But playing this game, I went back and played Russell Fest and I was like, oh crap, how about that? That's how you do it. I figured out how to do it. So I'm not butt mashing like I used to back then, but it's still very challenging. And, the, and honestly, Retromania Wrestling is also challenging as well because even if you got it tweaked to, to like an easy, uh, easier setting, if you mess up, if you slip once, they will get you. I can't tell you how many times um, Supernova has taken me out because I slipped once. And I'm when I say slip, not like slip on a banana peel. I actually didn't do a move when I should have, he got the advantage and he actually beat me because he was, the momentum was taken. So it's still a level, a challenge, even an easy. And I love it. I love it because I I didn't come off like saying, you know, this was a cheap win or whatever like that. That was just me messing up. That was me not, you know, getting on the ball. So I think in terms of uh, difficulty level and stuff, I thought they did very well. The game is very well balanced on that aspect. And let's move on to gameplay as well. WrestleMania Wrestling plays upon the fundamentals of the first WrestleFest, but now with the updated control scheme, it is not only like, it not only provides players, I should say, with the arcade feel they love but and remember, but also expands on it with a more elaborate grappling system that is very similar to the to other technical 2D ga- um, wrestling games like Fire Pro Wrestling. Here, you have a light, medium, and heavy attack, now take note the original did not have that because it was a two button system in the arcades back then so now we have more buttons to work with so now you have a button that you can use for light medium and heavy as well as a run button as well you also have a taunt button that helps you uh a separate taunt button i should say that helps you uh your meter fill up basically a gauge meter and and such um you grapple with your opponent by uh walking up to them uh, much like I said, much like you did the original, much like you did with um, Fire Pro Wrestling as well. So, which ignites a grappling move to see who gets the upper hand. The fight system also has a gauge that I mentioned, meter um, that fills up and allows you to pull off stronger moves. So, you won't be you will only be able to use these moves if your gauge fills up. If you try to use uh, these moves without filling them up, your opponent will easily counter you and make it easy and that's one of the things that always they always mess up on at times at first but now I figured it out and I'm able to understand what is what is going on because things get heated up so much in this match that basically you forget sometimes that you, they're beating you down and if they beat you down your gauge lowers if you start to get uh, ahead of them using more light attacks and whatever your gauge fills but you got to keep track you got to pay attention to your gauge because if it's not filled up to the brim and you're trying to use a medium attack and your medium gauge is not filled they will counter you and that's how it rolls so you got to make sure that um, they don't get the upper hand and that you do enough to fill up your uh, gauge so um filling the meter completely ignites the ability to pull off the character's finisher using the strong button and each character has their own version of the of a finisher if you use Nikita Koloff. You can Irish whip him to the ropes and use the do a Russian sickle, which his he'll start flying to the other side of the ring, and it takes an enormous amount of energy uh, of energy from you or HP from you. If you use the tour of the islands from uh, from uh, uh, Jeff Cobb, I should say, uh, it also take you got to uh, Irish whip him to the ropes and do that. If you're using Johnny Retro. You know it's a different type of situation you just use a strong button and a directional uh, button and he does a good move and sometimes flying moves also are finishers as well so each character has their own distinguished finisher that has a different way of replying during the tag match you will also be able to pull off maneuvers um and finishers like the Road warriors famous doomsday device as well which will take your head off so um if you've never seen the Road warriors do the doomsday device in in the 80s. I can't not when they're not when they're in the WWE in the 80s. I've seen people ha, like go 360 in the air, like they, Hawk would take you out. <laughs> Hawk, the rower made it seem like it was like beating people that was so legit. It was rest in peace to both of them. The uh, learning curve is minor, especially if you configure the difficulty level as I mentioned. But once you do, you got it. You got this. Once you master the ways of retro you will have nothing but total non-stop enjoyment in this game so i do want to note that about a couple of years ago i did get a chance to play the demo and i've mentioned this before in this show uh when i went to uh, when i was here in philly at a heart house of hardcore event uh which and i clear I, the only reason why i even went there was to play this game because i knew mike was going to be there showing off the demo at the time which was nowhere near to the level of completion of what it is now it was totally like all if you look at the uh what is that if you look at the the, the uh the, the test characters that they were using that's what they were using back then and i'm telling you even back then the controls were fluid and the moves were easy to pull off despite the fact i got my ass handed to me by a little kid who been probably who was playing the game non-stop before me <laughs> but it felt very easy it felt very good and i was very confident that this game was going to even get better as it goes along and in my in my honest opinion it absolutely has um in its completed form the controls just are just as good if not better than the last time i played it and got my hands on it let's talk about 10 pounds of gold one of my favorite modes of this game by far as it allows you to battle your way through uh different enemies to be or different opponents i should say to become nwa world's heavyweight champion held by the national treasure nick aldis you will face a random group of wrestlers in various uh, match types in order to become number one contender for the title once you beat the game you are the champion you will become the champion and defend the title belt afterwards in the arcade style it this is basically an arcade style of play that may also be familiar with retro gamer uh gamers who played uh games like nes pro wrestling or even the punch out series uh where you fight your way to the top and then have to defend yourself afterwards um especially uh what was it punch out super punch out was the one that did that too you you won a title and then you had to go into another circuit or defend the title or whatnot so that did it too but nwa pro wrestling i remember doing it too is like if you go through one like if you go through everybody once you got to go through them again and to be able to face the great puma and whatnot so that would i love that they did that and it, it brings back a little shred of memory from those days and whatever and it really captured it really well the great part about this mode is that once again it takes a bit from no mercy as once you become the champion you will be seen as the champion in other modes as well which i thought was really awesome So you can also replay 10 pounds of gold as a new character with the champion being the person that you played to become the champion before. I love it. It's that that this form of consistency is something that I personally, that always wanted to see and these classic wrestling titles from the nes and the the super nes days and such i really enjoyed this part of the reason why so many people love no mercy was because of this level of consistency when it came to the um title holding in there i mean they did the exact same thing in there and i what kills me is that like i don't understand like why ukes never really did that because you could go into the story mode of no mercy and then go into regular um your regular you know uh other play options and you're still the title there so if you even if you beat somebody if you if you have a title match in versus mode or tag team mode or whatever and you beat them when you play the story mode again you're no longer the champion that person is the other champion it's the the way that they put that together is great Retro Mania Wrestling does something very similar to this that I think you know will make gamers very happy about it again it's those little attention to details that allows us you know allows the players to be more invested in the game experience like that retro rumble is another fun old school battle royal mode from that retro uh that russell fest fans uh, are familiar with however this time around you can have the option of playing it the classic way or by having all wrestlers in the ring at once so you can mix and match you can change it up this time around uh but the classic uh uh, retro rumble mode style is much more fun for me because the cool part about it is that every second a new wrestler comes in it comes complete with a animated intro you'll see the uh, a picture and picture of your wrestler coming out with the character uh designs of that particular wrestler so i've really enjoyed that i also love that you can win by pin and submission and not being thrown out of the ring so that was awesome as well which i believe the uh, original wrestle fest um or the first wrestle fest has done as well the presentation of this game does everything it can to give fans all the full wrestling experience which is which includes having multiple arenas including some of those multiple arenas i mentioned is uh 23 rita built in the nwa power but also the nwa 70th anniversary re- arena which is really cool um I didn't write this in my notes, but the uh, the twenty three arena, the twenty three hundred arena, I should say, is very special because it really captures a lot of what we loved about the twenty three arena. I've been to the ECW arena when it was called the ECW arena back when ECW was out. I've been in there for Ring of Honor matches. I've been in there. Last time I was there was a House of Hardcore again. Like I say, when I played this game, but to see what um, RetroSoft did. And pay tribute and homage to the wrestlers that has been in that arena. Like, um, was it Public Enemy? Is like there's banners giving tribute to Public Enemy and all the other wrestlers that have been in the past. I believe Terry Funk is in there as well. And it's just awesome. It's, it's just banners hanging in the wrap, in, in, uh, in the ceiling or whatnot, just paying uh, homage to the legends that have uh, wrestled in that arena. It's just it was it's just a touch of class there. I really appreciate it. Um, the audio in this game is very well done, from the music to sound effects, everything comes well balanced. Nothing is like overlapping the other or layering over the other as well. just everything just feels in 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 an even like an even flow. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, if you follow Mike on YouTube, you got a chance to witness them every week tweaking the game more. To give uh, it the look and feel that you enjoy uh and, and they did so successfully and i it, just a lot of credit needs to be done there the presentation of retro mania wrestling does exactly what is intended to do and that is give nostalgic fans the feel of why games like this was so great while also teaching us that games like this are still relevant in today's more advanced gaming culture i guess there was if if i have any negatives about the game it's minor very minor and you know i, I said i wasn't going to fault the um the option tweaking because it takes a while to figure it out but once you figure it out it's really easy to do um it's it comes off convoluted at first but i you know i don't know how to what extent they would have been able to make that easier and it's possibility they could have made that easier for people to figure out how to configure that but nonetheless it is you will it's it's not impossible you will figure out how to tweak to easier settings if you need be or challenging settings if you need be um but the only other thing that i picked up on was that the uh, there is a bit of a fix with the commentators because there's at one point that tommy dreamer uh, or um i believe Bana is commentating and he's yelling that a wrestler is performing the dreamer driver when they're not and it's not even tommy dreamer so that is like the one thing that i've actually seen that needs to be tweaked up and patched up or whatever other than that this game this game i mean overall retro like retro soft studios need to be commended for a lot of reasons one being able to create a very solid wrestling game because if you notice all the wrestling games that has come out before that wasn't thq that wasn't aki that wasn't yukes they've made it seem like it was very hard to put a a wrestling game together now granted it is hard to put out a wrestling game you know it's something about creating a wrestling game engine is not easy it, or none no creating no wrestling game engine is easy i should say that or even game engine bury it. <laughs> like it's, i can't i can't talk like you just up and just put all this together it takes a lot of logic he did work off of the template from uh, technos japan and, and just ran with it and did more with it so that was awesome he worked off that template and, and did it very well to make a even more solid game than they've ever made so that he needs to be commended for that being able to number two will be uh, being able to acquire actual names in the wrestling industry that will bring it in like i mean when uh, uh, this was pretty much talk about the forbidden door <laughs> this had to prefer like the forbidden door in here you know uh you got zach saber jr who i believe has never been in a game ever i it, i could be wrong but i don't think he's ever been in the game ever you got from new japan for and rev pro you got jeff cobb also from new japan and ring of honor you got um the road warriors in here you got nikita Koloff in here so you got past present and future in here you got austin idol as well in here it's just an amazing amount and more to come there will be more to come so definitely uh stay tuned for that and if you play the tent the the story mode there is more to come and <laughs> there. hopefully there's more to come it's depending on how people really dig it and how much support that we're going to put into it and i'm telling you we need to support this if any of you are listening that are artists uh and have taken a few art classes and drawing and painting you can understand what i'm what i'm going to say right here but Retro Studios, basically what they did was create a still life painting on a canvas that is supposed to look exactly like what you see based on their perspective. When you look at the finished product of this work of art, you will see that Retro Mania Wrestling provides the, a very accurate feel of not only the first game in the 1991, but also retro games in that era it was never meant to really like do something or be something revolutionary rather celebrate all that what made wrestling games of that time so much fun hence the word retro people (laughs) this game and i think that people are people are forgetting that because i've i've listened to message boards and i've seen um youtube comments and it's like you should add more framework or you should do this no you blockheads it's retro it's not trying to be guilty gear (laughs) it's trying to be it's trying to recapture it's a period piece it's trying to capture the moment and feel of a certain time era that's what I think the misconception is from people it's like you want this elaborate you know graphical experience no he's trying to recapture something he's crafting something to look exactly or feel exactly what you had before And, and he did it they did it that team did it so I mean, if this game honestly came out in 1991, this would be the game that we would be talking about today in glorious nostalgia. Retromania Wrestling is a celebration and tribute to the wrestlers, uh, to the wrestling games past, as well as wrestlers past as well. I should say yeah, that as well too much. <laughs> it should also note. I should also note that I I should be a little bit more calm in this part. I should also note that. During the development of this game, we lost a legend known as Joe uh, Joe Laurenitis, also known as Road Warrior Animal, on September twenty second, two thousand and twenty. And this game pays great tribute to him as well. If you played the game, it's just it's just unfortunate. Like the road to retro was not an easy road to uh, to to walk. I can tell you that, and you could see it. Um, you could see it. You could just see it by the youtube vlogs that he's done it was but he stuck by it they stuck by it they did a tremendous job and it's because of all of that and much more that i give retro mania wrestling an a plus bar none this was just undoubtedly a phenomenal take on especially for a first game like this is their first game that they ever made and wow and i've i've had my fill of talking with a lot of indie developers and i tell you what this falls into with the game developers that i've talked to and interviewed on this show so and if you haven't checked out who i had on this show you should absolutely go out of your way to go to talk live.com forward slash exclusive to see who i've actually were um talked to and had on the show and they've done some award-winning games in there and i think this one deserves the credit for them for this being their first game as well and on a note before i even end this i do want to bring on another note that i want to talk about here and this is this is absolutely serious i want to also point out and thank the team of RetroSoft studios for doing something that many other developers should have done with their fans a long time ago and that is be transparent and honest with us since day one of this game's development retro Soul studios never closed their doors on their growing fans they allowed gamers investors and other people to enter of interest to see everything that is going on with the development of retro mania wrestling from good to bad mike has always been up front with everyone creating video vlogs every single week letting us know what is going on in the game we got to ride with him throughout the entire time and never once they stared away from us even seeing the bumps in the road that doesn't get enough credit and despite some annoying fan entitlement along the way RetroSoft continued on the path to uh, they seek and they did so diligently as we see companies and game developing giants like cd project red and crystal dynamics ea and of course two day, 2k games um, who have a history of bringing fans unfinished games and day one patches full of bugs and glitches and then sweep it under the rug and pretend that it that um, what is there is not it was a breath of fresh air to see someone really care about its fan base by allowing us to enter their doorway into their development in all of the years that i've been reviewing games and interviewing people in the game industry i've never once seen and i've seen i've had some great people don't get it twisted i have some really great people who care about the industry the right way and care about the art of gaming and it's a pleasure to have them all in there and they get it and i hope they always will continue to get it but i never seen a company provide such level of transparency like i have with this company many in the industry need to take a lesson from this company as this is what customer service should be in the game industry and just quality and care and for those who constantly complain about companies conducting themselves in an unethical manner when it comes down to quality and production and customer service they need to also think uh, and appreciate what RetroSoft studios uh did for you know for what they through this entire phase as well for those who are still waiting for the console version to arrive all i can tell you this is this i I should say when that time comes it'll be worth the wait and from what they say it's only two weeks less than two weeks hopefully less than two weeks but guaranteed this is one of the situations i've I've been talking about for weeks that has been talked about among the industry and media lately is in terms of you know being patient with game developers versus game developers trying to rush to fulfill the uh the enjoyment of the fan or the anticipation of the fan this is one of those cases where like if you allow things to be paced the way they are it will come out great you've seen what happened i've always say this you see what happened with square enix they do it all the time they take out they take their god-given time to come out with games and when they come out with games it is some of the best experiences ever retro Soft studios did exactly the same thing but did a little bit more by just talking with us bringing us in and allowing us to see what's going on and the finished product is nothing short of fantastic and thank you all for doing that because there you just proved that with a little fan service a little bit of uh interaction and transparency you can have a good fan base of people and trust me when pe- those people who are who's who's been talking all this crap and demanding you know that this game comes out now and or or even more that they won't even you know invest get a get a life <laughs> seriously you will eventually do it anyway you probably already pre-ordered anyway so it's like you know you could you could displace your anger or whatever like that but that's your world that is your world RetroSoft Studios thank you for everything and I'm enjoying the hell out of this game get to a plus for me and I I'll, I'll even love it more when I'll be able to play it in a handheld mode on the switch too so folks that will do it for this episode of select start thank you guys so very much for checking this out really it did enjoy the show and by the way we got guests coming soon uh, i will let you know that in more in due time so it's march is coming so i've been making a lot of contacts and reaching out to people who um may be available at this time so stay tuned for all that as well so um this sunday i really wish i could tell you what i'm going to be talking about uh I am possibly going to be reviewing a certain cat and mouse movie maybe <laughs> plus all the news that will be coming out as well we got to talk about the Spider-Man uh situation that has been happening this week and so much more it's just been really a really fun week as well so we got some we definitely have a lot to talk about on Sunday so stay tuned for that and much much more but for now do you want to listen to this episode and all of our episodes you could go to talktomlive.com check out all of our episodes there and especially our exclusive interviews with some of the best in all things anime comics movies games you could go to the talk time live exclusive page on that website or you could type in talktimelive.com forward slash exclusive and check us out there if you don't ever want to miss a beat for the latest episodes to come you could go to all of our favorite podcast platforms such as spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast stitcher Podbean, TuneIn, tune in aka audible as well pandora and pocketcast anywhere and everywhere you want us to be we're there so folks thank you again let's just end it on a great note here on behalf of myself this is dax savior josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out there. take care and be safe people